Hello world. This is Chris Abalo's podcast experiment and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show back in California for the first time. Well, the show being done in California for the first time in uh, two months. No, more than two months since January. Wow. It's been a little while, but I'm here. I've actually been back in California for a month now, but the, uh, let's see, Cape 89 was in the can and went up the day before I flew back to California and then uh, banked the last episode, which if you haven't heard the last few, which I hope to hell you have, the guys from The Only Podcast That Matters in various combinations have been on the show, and it's been a blast. So please check it out. Of course, share, follow, all that other good stuff. And joining me once again for the first time in a while now, Miss Sherry Bass. Yay. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. So if you haven't checked out the title of this episode by now... Batman v Superman. That's what we're going to be talking about. Having now seen the movie, because Sherry and I went and saw the movie last week, and uh, there's a, we, we have a lot to say about it. But first, I'm going to give you something that's uh, like, like a little bonus, and not, not a counter-argument, but a um, counter-opinion. Is that a, a phrase? Is that a thing? I don't know. Well, an, an opinion that's different. <laughs> opinion that's different than ours. Jack DeFranco, the uh, lovely Jack DeFranco. Yeah. Was uh, saw the movie opening night, of course, and wanted to uh, do a little review. And he said it started out kind of last week or the week before, I guess, and saying, I want to write a review for Batman v Superman. Can we do something with it on the show? And I said, well, write it, record it, and then I'll, I'll throw it in the show. Could be interesting. And uh, then he and Ryan saw it and said, we both liked it. Can we record something for uh, <laughs> you to put in the show? And I said, sure. And considering they were seeing it after Sherry and I were seeing it, I thought after the movie, Sherry and I talked a bit and realized, okay, there's, an, there's easily an hour in here. <laughs> and uh, shortcut, Sherry and I didn't like the movie. Jack <laughs> likes the movie. Ryan, as he texted me, quote, absolutely loved it. So here's uh they jack and ryan recorded what uh was basically a 45 minute review of the movie i wasn't going to use that whole thing i kind of heavily edited it down to the real the, the meat of their discussion and also the the parts that were just about batman v superman because there were tangents in there to no one's surprise so you're going to hear that first mind you the discussion they have and the discussion we're going to have afterwards is just riddled with spoilers because we're going to talk about the movie at great length so if you haven't seen batman v superman and you want to see it, then it's in your best interest to just skip this episode and come back to it once you've seen it. If you haven't seen it and don't want to, or don't care about the movie being spoiled for you, that's fine. But considering Sherry and I didn't like it, I thought it would be an interesting balance to hear the guys talk enthusiastically about the movie, and then we can argue about it later. So you're going to hear that first. It's about 20 minutes, but it goes by very quickly. And afterwards, you'll hear what Sherry and I have to say about the movie. Yeah. Ryan, you go first because you you just saw it today. So right, I, I I've been uh, excited about it for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I love Batman uh, above most things in the world, and I'm a yeah. big big Ben Affleck fan. So I've been excited about Batfleck for <laughs> since its inception, yeah. essentially. So I, I'm I've always been on Team Batfleck, yeah. <laughs> as it were. I'm not a huge Superman fan. I never was. So uh, this is it's all about Batman for me. Yeah. When it comes to something like this. I really did enjoy it. I, I mean, I've been hearing a lot of bad reviews about the movie, a lot of nitpicking, a lot of... Just, it's not worth 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's it, double that, at least, to be generous. Right. So, I mean, uh, we, we can go through the, the complaints that we, we've heard about it before we even saw it. So, as far as the movie not making sense, 
Uh, people have complained that it's uh, that it's all over the place, uh, so to speak. I feel like it's it's edited poorly. I feel like there's some things about the movie that weren't pieced together well. There's some there was some flow parts that didn't like gel. There's a scene where you see Clark in the office talking about it. nobody wants to see Clark Kent take on the Batman. You right. have that. The next scene is just a random gala event. And I know that in DC movies and Batman movies, we've been accustomed to them, but it just kind of had no setup of like, previously Batman had run into Diana Prince, AKA Wonder Woman. And he's like, oh, you know, I got to find my drive. But like nothing kind of like led them to that point. Like she was looking at that sword and was just like, this feels just randomly thrown in. There's no setup. Like it doesn't go into like his motivation of like, I got to find this woman. Like you see her drive off when it gets to the point, like next scene. Oh yeah, you right. stole that thing from me. But he wasn't he wasn't looking for her necessarily yeah. at first and he had no idea who she was at that point either. I felt like they could have ex- like I, they could have said, you know, now there's this new player who is this and he could have maybe like researched delved her a little into bit, it a little delved more into that, that before they just went into another scene. Cuz he, like, he kind of did that afterwards yeah. and then you know, he figured out that she is somebody and yeah. is someone worth pursuing uh, for one reason or another. It loves to be a Batman movie. The movie loves to be about Batman, which is great. It's supposed to deal with a lot of Man of Steel stuff, and I feel like they sometimes forget to deal with some Man of Steel stuff. It was two movies matched into one. Then you have a Justice League setup, and that I feel like there's a lot in that movie. There's way too like there's a lot of stuff in that movie that I don't know how they crammed it all in there in two and a half hours. You can tell that there's more footage on the floor somewhere. Of course, I mean yeah. with, with any movie, there's going to be a lot that ends up on the cutting room floor, yeah. but. I mean, I, I feel like they, they added enough of the Man of Steel stuff. I mean, there was plenty about his parents. I mean, you see he, him talking to his dead time, father, and his yeah. mother was in it again. And, of course, the, there was a lot of reflection on the damage that was caused while uh, Superman was chasing Zod around the city. I love that. And that, that was great. Man. Even having Zod's dead body throughout the movie. I mean, yeah. so I felt like they connected it enough to Man of Steel. And yeah. brought it into the present as well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I feel like they, they touched on it enough, and I didn't want it to be too much on that end. But the DC universe is darker, and is. a lot of people complain about that, but it doesn't have to be, why do we need a second Marvel where everything's just bright and funny, you know? I mean, there are serious moments in the Marvel movies, but, yeah. like, I don't need another group of movies that are all just littered with jokes the whole time. I, yeah. It's, there's no need for them to be an exact mirror of each I agree. other. I agree with that. I just feel like there should be a little bit more breaks in the... I mean, I, I, I suppose. But it, like the fact that I've heard that um, they're reshooting a lot of the Justice League movie to make it funnier is just fucking... Oh, Suicide re- Squad, yeah. A, a Suicide Squad yeah. 2? I heard that um, they were going to be doing something the same way with Justice League. Like they were going to make it a little l- lighter-hearted. It doesn't really have it to be. It doesn't have to I, I be, it and it's, to it's be. so stupid. Like People are complaining, like, oh, you want more jokes. You don't need jokes in these movies. No, you don't. You, you want jokes? jokes the watch Nolan the Marvel movies. movies. There were a couple moments here and there, like, oh, that's funny. You right. just need that kind of, oh, that's funny uh, moment. A chuckle. Yeah. You don't need like, the whole... You want to laugh? Go see like a fucking stupid Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, know? I mean, I, it's not like Guardians of the Galaxy or Avengers Age of Ultron, where there are funny moments, or Ant-Man, where there right. are funnier moments, because it calls for that in some scenes. Right. But um, but that's that's one of the major complaints, not just about this, but about the whole of you know Man DC of Steel universe. two and the DC universe that it's just too dark and moody and gloomy yeah. and depressing. Well, I mean that's that's the way it is. Uh, the fight itself was fun. I liked so the, much. I, fun. I thought the fight was the most fun. And part. I thought Doomsday was awesome too. The uh, it, it looked great. <laughs> I mean, he was powerful. He was scary. I I, I thought it was awesome. Doomsday. I th- wish they didn't show him in the trailers. I wish yeah. it was a surprise. Right. And you knew Wonder Woman was going to be right there to save him right when 
his plane crashed. It's like three, two, right. Well, here she is. Um, I wish they kept that secret because that would have been a nice surprise in the movie. I just kind of felt like sometimes Batman overshadowed it. Like there was like more into this whole Batman story than they were Superman. And right. I kind of felt like the way the movie was going that the fight between them was more of a sequence. The movie could have just been called Dawn of Justice and you would have known what you were talking about because it was, there was tension, but it didn't, like the Batman v Superman fight was, was so actually marketed. very, and it, it was very short. Yeah, really. and it was a misunderstanding mostly. It, it, it was, it was a misunderstanding and obviously we all know that the two of them end up in the Justice League together so we knew how this yeah. was going to end. So it could have been just Dawn That of they Justice. were going to just be friends yeah. uh, even if they don't always agree with each other because you see that in some of the animated stuff that they're, they're working they're together, but buddies. they're not really best buddies. No, not at, at the all. same time. What did you think of the resolution to the fight? Because I thought it was just kind of that's how you're gonna end this. Like it was kind of funny the way they were. It's like Martha. It's like why would you call your mom by her first name? One, right? You're gonna kill Martha. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, you don't ever call your mom by her first yeah. name. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, I you could have just said they're gonna kill my mom. I need your help. Like, right. So, but he he probably knew that that was the way to get him. He yeah. he knew that that speaking the name was gonna have significance to him. Um, so that was going to be the way to get him on the hook, and yeah. I, that's that was very purposeful, definitely. Technically, Batman kicked Superman's ass. He absolutely kicked so his ass. So the fight of Batman v Superman, like Batman the, won. Superman got in a, a few shots, but he he got his ass whooped. Yeah, he really did. And some people, oh, he cheated. Now that's how you have to fight Superman. Exactly, yeah. he's a fucking alien with superpowers. I, yeah, you know, he, Batman's a man. He just pushed with him and he flew fifty feet. Right. <laughs> So, I mean, that that's the way he has to fight to be able yeah. to have a chance. So, yeah. there's a, it's not cheating. No, that's how you have to you know, fight. Superman shooting lasers out of his eyes is cheating, if yeah. anything is. Yeah, I mean, come I on. agree. But I don't feel like Batman v Superman, I think it was just a sequence. It wasn't that should have been the title of the movie. Like, there were ten, there was tension, but right. you could have just called this movie Dawn of Justice, and it would have been fine. Because yes, most of the movie wasn't them fighting. No, I mean, it was disagreeing, and Batman had a singular goal of this guy. Like, I want to stop him and everything else. And then it builds a little bit. Like, you have his motivation, and Superman just kind of says, stop being Batman, stop killing people, because it's not right. So right. there, it was just disagreeing, so it wasn't actually versus. And the fight itself that led into the fight was just kind of... A misunderstanding, like he had to, tr like Superman had to try to convince him to be on his side, and Batman's like, "I'm not having this. I'm gonna kick your ass." Right. Because he had enough of the whole this dangerous alien. But again, that was a misunderstanding too, because the thing of the Capitol was not Superman's it was doing. Was not Superman at yeah, all. It was all Lex Luthor. I do find it funny though. Five minutes later, I'm a friend of your son's. Like, yeah, you've been friends for five minutes. You've been friends for that. literally five minutes. Yeah, you've <laughs> not been friends for any. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. I just tried to kill your son with a fucking spear. Right, with a, with a Krypton <laughs> spear. I just tried to murder your son. Yeah. That was, a, you know, there's if you want your joke, there it was. Yeah. Oh, is it the cape? You know. <laughs> yeah. There's your little chuckle moment, and yeah. that, that's it. <laughs> I thought Wonder Woman was a kick-ass character. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She, was she was. A, a she was um, also more powerful than I expected. Oh, yeah. As far as what she could do. But I really did not like the way they just shoot Horton the Justice League in. I kind of felt like this movie could have been like again. It should be Dawn of Justice, but why the fuck did they have the fucking logos on? The, like that was so that, lazy. That, that was so fucking lazy. It, it was, and if they were going to intro really introduce all the characters, they should have introduced them. Yeah. Instead of just seeing like a little snippet of a video uh, on a top secret file of the Flash. Yeah. And, and well, they showed the Flash, and then Bruce Wayne was having that dream. That was the Flash. Right. Like that was a cool introduction. Like holy shit, it's the Flash. That was good. Um, but Aquaman doing fucking 
Derek Zoolander's Blue Steel when he comes out of the fucking boat. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is... Like, why was he in here? I really thought that when she dropped the Kryptonian spear in the water, that, that like, he this was is going to introduce Aquaman because he he's up. probably going to see what's going on and he's going to come up and he's right. going to help out. That would have been a good moment I to, been great. to actually put him into the movie instead yeah. of just seeing... You know, like here's your here's your little Easter egg. This is what's yeah. coming in the future. Yeah, it was like actually a good setup, put him in the movie as a character. Like the setups in the Marvel movies, like you see Cap Shield and a box of Tony Stark stuff. You see Thor's hammer in the desert. You right. get little hints, and that gets you excited. Them with their fucking logos. I was just like, this is so lazy. Like, right. why would you do that? Chris actually brought up a point and said, why didn't they just number them? Like number one, two, three, four. Right. Like you could have been like, hey, there's this metahuman final. Final. That's fine. Because like, then we, we would have been able to figure out who like, they were, shit. obviously. But I mean, just the fucking Flash logo and this. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, and to be honest with you, I, I really don't know how much interest I have in a standalone Aquaman movie, which I'm, I don't I'm know told is coming really out. Yeah. A- unless there's going to be a lot of crossover with other characters in it where they're going to yeah. put them into the movie. I, I, I don't I'm only know interested if I'm in these even people really in Justice interested. League movies, to be honest. Right. I mean, I'd watch. I'd probably watch a standalone Wonder Woman movie, but Aquaman, I've just never too. really had any affinity for. I, yeah, and, and it's not a, Nobody a character has affinity that, for Aquaman, right? Nobody. So I, I don't know why they'd even do a standalone movie for that. I don't know how many people are actually going to go watch it. No, they unless they're like I said, unless there's a lot of crossover with Justice League characters, I, I don't see it. Yeah, they should focus the movies. I think on Batman individual movies, Superman individual movies, because they have tons of villains that they could focus on, or Wonder Woman individual movie. It's going to play a lot like the first Captain America movie, where right. it's a hundred years ago or during World War One. So you'd say you had that set up, and that's fine. So I guess we'll move on to um, Jesse Eisenberg. I hated him as Lex Luthor. Did you? Yeah, I, did. I hated him. I hated him. I didn't believe for one second that's Lex Luthor. Right. I was really wishing that they kept with the whole Brian Cranston thing because. That whole scene on the helicopter pad would have been fucking menacing as hell. I, yeah, when I saw that there was a possibility of getting him for this, I squealed like yeah. a little girl. I was so excited. I was like, that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. That would be perfect. Please do it. Please get him. Tell him to disregard whatever else he's doing. Please. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if Jesse Eisenberg played the Riddler, I would have believed it. If he played the Joker, I might have believed it. But well, him as Lex Luthor, I did not feel like that was Lex the entire time. Right. Like, he... He came off to me as sort of a spoiled brat who wasn't getting his way. Yeah. For most of it, like he was, he was acting like a child, mm-hmm. um, and he was clearly off his rocker. Yeah. Like absolutely, and and it progresses as the movie goes along. Like he's just batshit crazy. Yeah. And it's not about like it was under this guise of wanting to protect the planet at first, but clearly he had other motives, and he's just cr- he's just nuts. Like it's yeah. he's not stable. That that, whole, that's very clear. That whole gala at the library was the moment I'm like, yeah, I'm not sold. When right. he's talking, has a speech, and it just goes on and on. And he's like, all right, ah, it's it's right. He's like a like a tweaker. Yeah, it's you know? like, no, I'm um, not buying this. I mean, when I when I saw the first promo shot of of him just with with that that scowl on his face and the shaved head, I was like, okay, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll bite. He wasn't intimidating enough to me. Yeah, like he's he's definitely crazy, but he's not. He just wasn't an intimidating villain. He was mad scientist. He was mad scientist, and, but he he was a he was a crybaby is yeah. is what he was. Um, and I don't, I don't dislike him as an actor. I mean, a lot of people do. Uh, I don't. 
I mean, he always kind of plays that like he's, he's snarky. He's been in good movies. It's not him personally. Like right, he's but, just always sarcastic and snarky in pretty much everything he's in. So I mean, he he kind of has that same persona yeah. for the most part. But he was weird. more he was more goofy this time. It was just too weird. It was just mm-hmm. it was a weird miscast. I've also heard that there was a, a gripe that um, there was a little bit too much Lois Lane in the movie. That's another problem I have. And I, I had heard that before. She I was saw too the much movie. of the damsel in distress in this movie. I really felt like after he pulled her out of the water, he was going to say, can you go home? Because you're fucking everything up here. Right. Like, can you just go home? And not even not even just the, the damsel in distress part for me. And I, I like Amy Adams. I I think she's... I mean, they, they honestly really could get anyone to play Lois Lane. It's yeah. not uh, like a legendary character where you need no. a brilliant, brilliant actress who is... No, 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 no. Uh, you know, at the top of their game to do it. It's it's not a. They did get one with Amy Adams. Yeah, she's, she, and she's she's, great, she's great. Yeah, she she really is. But this you know, we're not looking for an Oscar performance no. here. Um, and this so this is not you know the fact that oh, there's a, a woman you know and she's getting too much screen time in this in this nerd movie. Yeah. But it, this is supposed to be Batman versus Superman, not Lois Lane investigates Batman or investigates LexCorp. But yeah. There was a lot of just too much of the reporting side of it and her chasing a story and then... Well, I think they wanted to make the balance of like Batman doesn't understand Superman. Superman doesn't understand Batman. She's trying to break the tie between the two of them and ends up actually doing it. So that whole thing where she's the key... Right. I get, I get that. Uh, yeah, but I she guess was just too much point. damsel in distress. And we'll go into the ending because it, it happens in the comics... Superman's dead. Right. He gets killed by Doomsday, like it is in the comics. But I knew once they killed him, like, he'll be back. Like, I thought by the end of the movie he was going to pop up and resurrect. But I took no emotional weight with that whatsoever. Like, he's not dead. They're not going to do a Justice League movie and not have friggin' Superman well, in it. Well, that's why yeah. I was I was sort of 50-50 on, on that <laughs> as it progressed. Like, yeah. I was like, well, I know that there's supposed to be another Man of Steel movie. I know there's going to be a Justice League movie. How are they going to do that if Superman's actually dead? Or are they going to pull some bullshit where like he's actually alive? And that's exactly what they did. Yes. Obviously. So <laughs> He comes back in the comics. It's like, oh, they did that just because, okay, they're following the comic, the death of Superman comic. All right, cool. Right. But Superman comes back in the death in, in the Superman comics. But for for a couple of minutes, I, I I was almost pretty convinced. I was like, they're actually yeah. doing this. They're killing him. How are how are they going to do this? This doesn't make sense. Yeah. And there's there's the the moment where it's like, this doesn't actually make sense, does <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> um, some people thought that oh, are you going to kill Lois Lane? Like because that would have been like a bold like holy shit, you don't come back from that. And it yeah. was hinted a couple times she's, in the movie. She's like, human, so yeah. there's really no bringing no. her back. At that point, well, they he, did it in his, the original 1978 Superman movie. She gets crushed to death, uh-huh. and then he turns the world around and saves her. Yeah, yeah. So I Which, mean, I'm looking back as a kid, I was like, that makes sense. And now as an adult, like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, like that's fucking stupid. But at the same time, what kind of movie are we watching yeah, here? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, but, it's you have to expect that kind of stuff where they can just do whatever they want, really. Yeah. Um, and I have, I have no problem with that. It's a, it's a fantasy movie. That's what it these is. movies are. They're allowed to do whatever they want. Before we end this, do you think Zack Snyder should continue as the director? Because I feel like he's set up the Justice League where maybe he can do part one, but I don't want him to do in every single fucking movie. Like, they need some new people in this. To... I, I wouldn't be opposed to other people, but I, I don't feel that it was a bad movie or that it was really that badly put together. I mm. mean... And, like, uh, who am I to judge? Uh, I've never directed a movie myself. And yeah, I, that's true. If you put me in that seat, uh, <laughs> it yeah. would have been much worse. So, I mean, I'm not going to criticize the guy. I I feel there's nothing about it in the end that didn't make sense to me. 
Whereas yeah. I'm like, um, this is this is stupid because I just think it's he's a, more visual than a storyteller sometimes, and I feel like some things okay. can be like story can be overshadowed for like this really awesome visual, right? I mean, look at some of his movies like Sucker Punch. Yeah, that There's was that, no uh, story to that movie. There, there is no story to yeah. that. I'm, I'm not sure what that movie was even about. I yeah. saw it, <laughs> um, but beyond that, with a, a two and a half hour movie, there's so much to put into it. Yeah. That some things have to not be expounded on that much, uh, and especially because we know there are going to be future movies that are all related to this, they can do so much with story. And this is just yeah. one movie. Yeah, it's just one so movie. you can't have unless you want it to be six hours long. You can't have everything just explained to you. I mean, yeah. there are things that you, if you know the story already, that you have to just be like, okay, this is they went from this point to that point, and they skipped a bunch of stuff because. They yeah. can't fit it into a movie unless you want it to be forever. Yeah, I, you know, because it, it, it you can tell there's a lot of footage missing from this. Yeah, there's a lot of footage. Of course, like, they there shot is so much, and that's what that's what they do with, especially movies like this that are so visual. There's going to be a lot of stuff that doesn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. And as far as story is concerned, they have so many more movies to do and so much time yeah. to tell as much story as they want. So that's why I'm I'm comfortable with it as it stands. The same thing, reason why I hate people that say, oh, the, the movie's never as good as the book because they cut so much out that was in the book. But again, if you want to sit there, if you want to sit through a nine hour movie so it tells the book story page by page, then fine. Almost like otherwise, Lord of the Rings because you, you can't never watch those. Right. But <laughs> otherwise, you can't expect that. You can't expect it to follow everything that happened in the book. It's not feasible. I felt, in a way, it was more closely related to Michael Keaton's Batman because you already have this. Batman that's lived in this suit. Everybody knows who Batman is. He's been around. He's been kicking ass. He's right. been, um, he's been, he's known, people know who he is. He's not just starting out. So, so he, I mean, that's another thing. We, we don't need a whole origin story no. for any we of these it. characters. Just because it's a new really. property, just because it's a new version or reboot, there's no need to start, oh, well, we got to tell the origin story again. We fucking get it. Yeah. We fucking get it. We do. We do. If there's one thing I really took out of this, I'm excited for what DC is going to be doing. I'm excited for this new universe. I am I'm too. I'm excited for what they do, and, and I hope it, it's more on the comic book side, because, again, no, no movies are great, but it's kind of cool to go back to where the comics are, like to not be so grounded in reality. I like right. to, I like a change of pace like that, because you really couldn't do any other superhero movie like the Nolan Batman films. Right. You couldn't do a realistic Superman. You can't. It's all, like you said, it's all based on like fantasy and it's, sci-fi it's fantasy. and all this stuff. Right. So it's cool to go back and get the comic book side of Batman that we grew up with in TV, you know, animated series and movies and stuff like that. Uh, as long as it doesn't go like down to Joel Schumacher territory, I think we'll be good. Yeah, but, and uh, I mean, I'm glad that they're doing a, a universe now too, not because they have to compete with Marvel, even though they. But these characters have been around for as long these, as Marvel. Exactly. So why not? People want to. This is the superhero time. People want to see their. It's the perfect time to put all these heroes on the screen. Right. And I don't think they. I mean, uh, they that they should have to really compete with Marvel, even though Marvel's clearly kind of been mopping the floor with them uh, it's it's true but i mean but most people i feel like now especially if there's going to be this universe and all the nerds that are watching the Marvel everybody movies wins. are going to watch the dc movies too like I, yeah. I for one am going to you can't choose a side I, i'm watching them both right. um as long as dc has batman like i'm always going to watch these movies yeah. and, you know that's their character i'm always going to watch these movies and there you have it two guys who liked Batman v Superman. The only two. No, I'm kidding. There, no, there are a lot of people who do. I mean, granted, I disagree with Jack's sentiment that uh, he thinks that the 
29% on Rotten Tomatoes for critical reviews is too low. It should be double that. I don't think so. Because <laughs> this is Jack, Jack who lives and breathes Batman. This is his least favorite Batman movie. Right. So he, he was more aggressive in his <laughs> in his opinions than uh, than he was there. But he was talking to Ryan, who liked the movie, so he wasn't going to pick it Why call him out like that? Because it's true. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we were going back and forth about it the other day. <laughs> that, that night, actually, after you and I saw it. <laughs> but uh, you can follow Jack, by the way, at uh, JackWagon85 on Twitter. Follow Ryan at Tagsonian on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Jack is JacksonFigure1985. I believe on Instagram yes. <laughs> and uh, Jack tweets movie reviews with a bunch of uh, similarly similarly minded fans. Oh, no, although not always. Um, so you can follow them on Twitter at Film Junk Reviews. Basically, reviews summed up in a tweet. And it's awesome. Yes. It is. It's Most really definitely cool. Check it out. It's definitely great. Mm-hmm. You enjoy those reviews. I do. But anyway, uh, Sherry and I not so crazy about the movie, and we're recording this the day it goes up. April 11th. Yes. Today, they allegedly were starting to shoot or starting production on uh, the first Justice League movie. They are. And Batman v Superman has been out for three weeks, three weekends. And uh, just talk about the performance really quickly, actually, before we get into the movie. Okay. It as of now, it's already dropped to number two. It was just slightly edged out by the boss to this the past boss. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. The boss. <laughs> Sorry, the, Melissa. Batman v Superman v the boss. No. But. <laughs> They uh, they're already down to second place and probably not going to go up because it only made like twenty three million this weekend. Now a lot of people said, "Hey, it's a huge performance from the movie opening weekend." You know, and there were all these records that broke, like biggest March opening weekend, biggest opening for a, a DC movie, Absolutely. and blah, blah, blah. there are these things. And it has is, done worldwide pretty good. It has done pretty good worldwide. It's over seven hundred. It's going to go over eight hundred. But the thing is, I think they wanted. I, I have no doubt. Warner Brothers and DC were hoping this was going to make $200 million opening weekend and not $166 million because you have Batman and Superman. That should be enough. I mean, it opened above uh, The Dark Knight Rises, which I believe was the biggest uh, DC opening weekend yes. before, which it was about $160. Mm-hmm. So it, it did beat that by a little bit, but that's it. You get $6 million more for Batman and Superman? It's, it's, I think they hoped it'd be 200 And the fact that as of now, as of today anyway... Um, or I should say up to uh, yesterday, Sunday, that it hasn't broken $300 million in the U.S., I think they would prefer that after three weekends of being out, <laughs> that it would have. I oh, mean, the fact absolutely. that it dropped to 23 this weekend, it's just going to keep dropping lower and lower. It's going to pass $800 million worldwide. Granted, I don't know how many territories it has yet to open in. Mm. Now, open, if it opens in China, then it's probably going to make another 200 or something in China. But I don't know if it did already. I, I don't think it's doing the business they want it to. I mean, unless it has, like, unless they're waiting on, like, China, then I don't think there's going to be a billion-dollar movie. And I think, I think it they will helped. blow out in China, though. I'm not sure about the numbers yet if they have come out, but... I'm not sure either. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the numbers in China will help boost that up a little bit, just because that's such a big name. Batman, I'm talking about, not Superman. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Batman's been well-established through movies. I mean, this, this is the eighth yeah movie since yeah. 1989 oh, so yeah. yeah and i say that because from what i've seen with fans the biggest response people when they go on tours in hollywood when it comes to movies the biggest thing from people from china is batman 
they don't know about any of our shows. They don't know about, you know, uh, any J-Lo movies or anything like that. Well, sure. I don't think... I... <laughs> but they will know Batman. And so I think that, you know, th- that will go up for sure. Well, depending, because I know it's made... Obviously made more money uh, internationally. Yes. Than it has in the U.S. Absolutely. I just don't know. Uh, China release dates March 12th. Oh, yeah. It already came out. <laughs> So never mind. It might. I, I don't think it's going to crack a billion. It's going to pass eight hundred, maybe nine. But I think there's a certain degree, and uh, I, I'm not saying it's unfounded. I think there's a certain degree of hubris involved mm-hmm. in thinking like we have Batman, we have Superman. Who's not going to go see this? People have been waiting generations to see Batman and Superman on the big screen. I don't think that's enough to get people to see it because ultimately the movie isn't good. I mean, contrary to what we just heard from the two of them. Mm. Well, it's all about word of mouth at the end of the day. And the word of mouth was not great. I mean, as much as people say, like, what do critics know? And look, the audiences are going to see it. The audience have it right. Because Rotten Tomatoes, I believe it's 70 with the audience, 29% with the critics. But if it was better received by critics, it would have made 200 million. I just want to say, when I saw the negative reviews, at first I was like, there's no way that it can be that bad. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like people are always going to joke or talk shit about these movies because they wanted to be what they wanted to be. And given that we just had Deadpool, given that you have the big Marvel thing going on, I think people want DC to be like that. I absolutely do believe that. And yeah, DC is not Marvel in that. But I think that this movie overall could have been better. Oh, it totally could have been better. I mean, look, I get the comparison, I mean, as, as the boys just said, that people have an expectation when it comes to Marvel and DC. Part, if right. you guys, I don't know if you guys can hear in the background, there's some, uh, <laughs> some property maintenance going on. So I apologize <laughs> if there's a little bit of residual noise in the background, I but uh, we thought they were long gone, but they refused <laughs> to leave. So sorry if you hear a bunch of uh, machinery and, and leaf blowers and whatever. I don't know why there's so many friggin' leaves. It's April, but anyway. Global warming. <laughs> I Got don't think it. opening after Deadpool was helpful because Deadpool, universally praised by audiences and critics, and actually full disclosure, you just saw Deadpool three days before seeing I Batman did, v I did. <laughs> Which is funny because that was my third time seeing Deadpool. And the reason I saw Deadpool three times, loved it, was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. went and saw it. With uh, with Jack and Ryan and Corey, whose birthday it was, well, the week it opened. Oh. And then I went with my friend Dan, because he had yet to see it. I was like, dude, I'll totally go see it with you. And same thing with you. You hadn't seen it either <laughs> as mm-hmm. of a week ago. Mm-hmm. So I said, we should totally go. It's great. Even though it's coming out in four weeks, it's going to be on Blu-ray and DVD. Right. But I said, let's go see it in the theater. It's going to be fun. I'll totally, you know, I'd, I'd pay to see that again. It was awesome. Um, and it was. But the fact that that was so praised yeah. and so well done... And so much fun. I don't think that helped Batman v Superman either. And people are actually trying to use that. Like, oh, it made more money than Deadpool did. Well, of course it's going to because people didn't expect Deadpool to be as great as it was. You know, when it first came out. But but at the (laughs) same time, (laughs) but it's going to, but it's, it's going to profit. Deadpool is way more profitable than Batman v Superman is going to be. Oh yeah. Because Deadpool was made not just production budget, 58 million. Mm-hmm. And that was smart because they have a property that the public mostly doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Comic book fans may know. And yeah, I have two friends who knew about Deadpool uh, from comics, which are Andrew and Corey. Right, right, right. And Deadpool's always been Corey's favorite character, and that's fine. But that's the only reason I know who Deadpool is. Yeah, there was an Xbox and PS3 or 4 game that came out, I think, two years ago. But otherwise, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the average moviegoer doesn't know who Deadpool is, but right. Ryan Reynolds was promoting the shit out of it. It's the best 
marketing campaign I've ever seen. Yes. As far as all, the way they were being smart with the spots, even putting it out Valentine's Day weekend, that was a ballsy move. Oh, yeah. Nobody knew it was going to make $150 million. I think that way exceeded the expectations <laughs> of the studio. <laughs> but they were smart because they, they were like, this is an unknown property. More or less. Like, we're not going to spend a ton of money on it because we don't know how it's going to do. We don't know how it's going to resonate with audiences. And actually, I was worried about Deadpool, and not to stray too far away, but I was worried because I thought the marketing's been so brilliant. It's been so funny. I hope the movie doesn't pale in comparison to how great the advertising has been for it. But and you it know didn't. what, too? I think that another thing that I have heard from people, people know Batman versus Superman, and they know their origins, but they don't know Deadpool, like you just said. And people wanted something original from Batman versus Superman, from what I've heard. I don't know how I mean, you they, can do that. They kind of got it, they but kinda, not, no, not. I mean, really? it's a it's a different <laughs> it's a different Batman, different Superman. Uh, look, I even said on this show on like Cape Twelve mm-hmm. or something, or maybe even before that, maybe in a single digit show like eight or nine. After Comic Con 2013, I said Warner Brothers and DC won Comic Con this year. Because all anybody could talk about was they're doing a Batman versus Superman movie. Mm-hmm. So I gave them credit, and they did. Like as much as there was, like Avengers: Age of Ultron next summer, everybody, or uh, or is, is the ne- or rather is the Avengers sequel that uh, you guys are getting? And here are all these other uh, well, they hadn't announced a full Marvel slate yet. They hadn't announced a full War and everything, but still, that's what everyone was talking about. Um, oh, Age of Ultron was it was revealed? I think they revealed that that was going to be the Avengers sequel. Everyone was talking about Batman and Superman. As I've said before, I wasn't enthusiastic about this movie anyway. No, you In fact, the, the only thing... No, <laughs> I, was I wasn't. Like, come on, give it a chance. No, the only, thing I, liked, like, no. the only <laughs> thing I liked about the movie was the casting of Ben Affleck, which initially had backlash and Bat now Fleck. is almost regarded as the best thing in the movie, almost unanimously regarded as the Bat best Fleck. part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Batfleck. Batfleck. <laughs> um, but the title I thought was stupid, Batman v Superman. It's not a court case. All right? It's supposed to be a fight. Dawn of Justice... Yeah, we get it. You guys are building up to Justice League. Okay. I thought the title was stupid. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> but it went I mean, off the... It was based off the Just comic announcing book. that all the... No, I... But but a bunch of comic <laughs> books. I mean, I get the... Like, Ryan just made the argument about, you know, like, oh, it's... You know, uh, people want to stick to the books. Nobody really expects to stick to the books because... I, I'm sorry. Put a, put all the nerd rage you want. Uh, channel it in my direction. But the biggest selling comic book right now... Mm-hmm. Is the current incarnation of Batman, which d- sells something like a hundred thousand copies. Mm, so it's the ima- so delicious. The though. comic oh book audience, though, is such a small percentage of the movie going audience. The average ticket buyer doesn't know, so they don't know the story about Superman and and Doomsday and Doomsday killing Superman and Superman coming back to life. They don't know about the Dark Knight Returns book and everything that went into it. So they're but they're see. not they're not looking for it. And look. Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy took many liberties with the story and making its own story. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past didn't follow the book exactly. No. Captain America Civil War is not going to well, follow the book will, exactly. No movie is going to follow exactly the script. No, they won't, but they don't have to. The book or, yeah. But most people who are going don't have that point of reference anyway. So no. there's no reason when to base it exclusively books, on. Absolutely not. I mean, it's not it's not Harry Potter. But let me. Mm, where but Harry even Potter that, they kind of um, no. They let me did, know, but they no. did not. No, it's, there's some parts that yeah. Well, no, I don't know. I never, I never read the books, and I probably never will. Oh, <laughs> but, they're so awesome! And listen, I'm a Harry Potter nerd. No, I know you are. They, yeah, there were some parts that they did kind of twist a little bit. But I'm anyway. saying that that's different than comic books, especially when there's been so many incarnations of Superman and Batman and blah blah blah. This particular movie, they try to fit. A couple of comics 
in one. Mm-hmm. Batman vs. Superman, Dark Knight Rises, Death of Superman, and The Return of Superman. Dark Knight Returns. But Dark Knight I know Returns. I know, I know you what you know meant, what but just mm, okay. people, people, people <laughs> nitpick. It's the internet. Yeah, that's true, that. But there's no possible way you could try to fit all of those all in one. Well, no, because with this movie, they were trying to play catch up and build up a universe in one movie, and that's why the movie falls apart. And you do know who me. they blame that on. Who right? do they blame it on? Christopher Nolan. Why? Because when he signed on to do the Dark Knight Rises, that's why I was thinking about that. What actually. the Dark Knight movies? You mean yeah, all, the Dark Knight all and all of them, basically yeah. the trilogy. Yeah. He had a stipulation in his contract that he would not do the DC universe at all. He just wanted Batman and Batman alone. Right. Awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, but it sucked for them, for Warner Brothers as a whole, because at the end of the day, when it came down to it, Avengers started making all this money. DC couldn't follow up with it until he was completely done with it. So that's why when you had Comic-Con, that's when they had at the last minute, this whole new Batman was supposed to come back. And that's when Ben Affleck was supposed to be Batman and stuff like that. Yeah, but that that must have been months in planning, though, because Ben Affleck was announced at the end of August. Oh, they already knew what they were. So I mean, do. they had they had a plan for this for a while. They just didn't make it public at the same they time. I'm sure it, they had it for years. What they what they wanted that to happen a long time ago. But like I said, Christopher Nolan was like, "No, I'm not doing that. I'm not making a whole Justice League for you or anything well, like they, that." I just they want tried. Batman. They tried to get Justice League going early in the 2000s. I think it may have been after Batman. Either Batman Begins was was already rolling or it had come out. Mm-hmm. And Army Hammer was cast as Batman because they were going to make a separate DC cinematic universe that didn't have anything to do with the Batman series. They ended up shelving it because, you know, Dark Knight was coming up and it was doing well. I don't right. remember exactly what happened. There were costumes, and like I said, Army Hammer was Batman. I forget who was cast in the other roles. I, it was, but you, either way, you can't have it was, that. Brandon you Ralph, I think, was <laughs> going to be Superman because Superman Returns came mm-hmm. out after mm-hmm. Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was going to be connected, and then that. That fell apart. But, but that makes sense. But that's fine. But you had Man of Steel and Green Lantern before that where you tried to start a new DC universe and it didn't pan out. You didn't have to follow up Batman. Listen, Batman, uh, rather, uh, Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight Rises. Geez, now I'm messing him up. Uh, just came out <laughs> I know, right? in 2012. And while that movie wasn't wasn't great, I mean, it was, it was good, but I mean, that movie was clunky as well. Definitely had a lot of holes in it. Not mm-hmm. as nearly as clunky as this one but you're coming off a beloved batman series and trying to introduce a new batman three and a half years and that's later they felt well that's what i mean to rush it to be like oh yeah we say well, we gotta they, make listen, this money we gotta make this superhero money like look right i get it. it it's a business hmm. and they see comic book movies are doing big business yeah, and they are marvel's yeah. made big business mm-hmm. and i think it it would have been a good idea even if they just started as a justice league movie I think it would have been a good idea as a starting point to do the opposite of what Marvel did, where it was individual movies building up to the Avengers. I think exactly. I think that what they should have done is made a Batman movie first to introduce Ben Affleck as Batman because people had speculations about him before the movie even came out. And that was one of the things to start off with that. Yeah. And so if they would have had that introduced him and he is actually a good Batman, a great Batman. I have nothing wrong with Ben Affleck as Batman beefy. I call him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a he was, he's a tank for this oh, movie. He's so beefy. But Hey now. Yeah, but, you which is hilarious cuz you thought after seeing after seeing Deadpool and all the the 
you know, 90% nakedness of Ryan Reynolds, you were like, he was skinny. I'm like, he was ripped. He was, he was so skinny. Oh, whatever. If I ah. Listen, I will take Ryan Reynolds' body in place of mine any goddamn day of the week. But hey, whatever As you Green say. Green Lantern, if that prefer- body that he had in that, yes. That was an animated body. doesn't count. <sighs> Come on, dude. Anyway. I'm just saying, no. All right, let's let's bring it back instead of expectations. Yeah, let's know, bring I it know. back to the, the movie. Yeah, we're talking about because <laughs> we can go on and on and on about this. Um, the resulting movie we got, I don't think I liked anything about it. I mean, let's kind of go chronologically through the movie. Go for um, it. Or even before that, after they announced Batman v Superman, this is actually why I brought up the Comic Con thing. Mm-hmm. When I realized it was going to be building out into a universe, I said, "All right, well, I had no interest in Man of Steel that summer, and I skipped it." I was even invited to an early screening of it, and I skipped it. Yeah, <laughs> I just had no interest. I don't. I'm not really a fan of Superman as a character. He's, you know, he's like Thor, virtually indestructible. So, I, and the same reason I don't like Thor as a character, and haven't seen the Thor movies and in I the didn't theater see it either. Until this year, or, right? Yeah. <laughs> I I rented it mm-hmm. in 2013, and then I was like, well, I guess I'll watch it because now there are more movies to come, and you know, whatever. In the same way, I've I've seen. Or just say suffer through Ant Man or like you know the other movies or the Thor solo movies which I had no interest in <laughs> because I thought well I need to I need to catch up or I need to be caught up because I want to understand the full story of what's going on. Man of Steel was boring. I thought the opening on Krypton was cool. I thought Russell Crowe was good. Yes, uh, and him and Michael Shannon facing off in the beginning. I, I liked that, and then yeah. from there, boring, 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 and the death of Pa Kent was laughable. You didn't even make it through the movie because you were <laughs> <No>. so bored. <laughs> no, did you I see didn't. the death of Pa Kent? No. Oh my God! No, I'm, I don't I, think I did. I was uh, just like, we should almost pause. You, you could watch it. It's so bad. It's so bad and melodramatic. It's the only. It's the only thing that actually got a reaction out of out of the movie. Yeah. Out of me, rather. Like yeah, the only I point think in the I movie. I tweeted about that, and you called, like you texted me that night, and was like, <laughs> you were laughing at me, but I just couldn't. It was. Bo- it was boring. I could not. It was a boring. And I was movie. so set and ready. I had my popcorn. I had my, you know, my cocktail ready and i was like ready to see that not... tasty scoop of vanilla that is henry stop cavill it. or cavill stop it enough yes but anyway <laughs> so going in we but we based on that and considering zack snyder was also doing this movie our expectations were not great because we weren't fans of man of steel exactly honestly mm-hmm. and then hearing the bad word of mouth look i've I mean, aside from jack Ever just saying he liked it sucker punch actually with uh, yeah, Zack Snyder. I, yeah, I'm with so. you because Sucker Punch, mm-hmm. I went and saw in the movie in, in fucking IMAX because I was excited for it because I loved Watchmen. I'm in the camp who I really yes. enjoyed the hell out of Watchmen. I did too. I think we're one of the few. Yeah, <laughs> I know. well, that's one that's polarizing because a lot of fans of the book didn't like it. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I liked that movie a lot. Uh, before that was 300, which yes. I, I, I enjoyed and a lot. And so, that. You saw that in IMAX as well, yeah, actually. That yeah, was one yeah. of the early movies I saw in IMAX. And uh, I like his Dawn of the Dead remake. Yes. And I don't even like so, zombie movies like that. <laughs> but that, that was but a fun movie. I so I, I liked it. his first three that I knew about. Mm-hmm. Sucker Punch and Man of Steel, no. So I thought him going into this, he had a spotty record at best. I mean, three for five is not great. Oh, right, right. And coming off of, since this is a, has a direct line from Man of Steel to this story, in that there's overlap, I was not enthusiastic about the direction they were going. Mm-hmm. Opening in the movie, I knew they were they shot the opening of watching... Uh, the Wayne's being gunned down. Of course, but that's uh, from the book. I know, but everybody mm. knows why how Batman became Batman. His parents no, got everybody killed. doesn't see that's the thing. Everybody doesn't have to know what happens to Batman's parents. Yes, us who have been watching Batman for years knows that Batman's parents die. But at the end of the day, you still need to build up a story. And I get why they put that in there. I think it was... That part wasn't bad to me. The death 
scene of his parents. <laughs> It was him running through the woods. Oh God! And that, no. him falling through the tunnel. Jesus Bruce the Wayne was the worst. <laughs> and him lifting the up with these bats lifting surrounding up, yeah, him. And I'm like, what the fuck like is this God, shit? Just, <laughs> and I thought I was laughing. My I don't know if you could hear me over the because the movie was no, loud. No, you and I were loud both laughing fuck. at yeah, that shit. We were laughing. like, what the fuck is this? This is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And the funniest part for a movie that is so over the and this movie is over the top. Yes. Not even in a so bad it's fun way, just in a bad over the top loud Absolutely. obnoxious way. Absolutely. The title is completely underwhelming. <laughs> like just it came up on screen. Batman v it looked like a court case. Batman v Superman Thought of Justice. And it's only for text. like ten minutes. Yeah, but no, but it came up in but the actual title I'm saying in the like the opening credits came up in just small, kind of regular text. And I thought, mm-hmm. wow, for a movie that's so kind of trying to be in your face, the mm-hmm. titles were actually very discreet. And then we got the chase where Bruce Wayne lands and, and goes into Metropolis and is trying to save this random dude named Jack, who I guess we're supposed to feel bad because this random dude who we don't know is about to uh, collapse in, in the building in Metropolis. Oh, yes. Um, and, you know, of course, Bruce Wayne needs to get into his Dawn of Justice signature Jeep <laughs> and then drive through the wreckage. Which is funny because the commercial, like, I, I think I told you that day. You did. <laughs> the commercial show... That car more than you know. We showed the Batmobile throughout the whole entire movie. That's a weird thing. Yeah, to, to jump to jump to that really and that quickly. That pissed me off. The vehicles have always been a big feature of these movies. Mm-hmm. Whether it was the Sky vehicles or mm-hmm. you know the Tumbler, the Batpod, or even bat the Batmobiles in the first. The bat's fucking sled is the Bat Hammer. <laughs> My gosh! And we saw that more than we saw the actual Batmobile. In you can this movie. barely they barely show the Batmobile, which yeah, I think it looks like a street sweeper. Like when that photo came out, I was like, this looks like a heavily armed street sweeper. Um, <laughs> you barely see that, and you barely see the thing he flies at the end. Like you, they don't actually focus on them at all. I mean, maybe because they're entirely animated in the movie, you don't actually see them. And let me in tell you, much. being a Batman nerd, I've seen the Batmobile in person. That Batmobile, the current is one, badass. Yeah, yeah, current one. Yes, and it's badass. And I don't know why they didn't you, like. You barely see it in this movie. You barely see it, and it's so huge. Mm. And the. I think they said that it is one of the fastest cars in the world right now. They built it for that. So that's my thing. If you built it for that purpose and to make it this big ass right. thing, why not show it in the freaking way movie? underused? Oh I'm with you. Gosh. The gadgets. Listen, you don't really see any of his gadgets. The gadgets are part of the fun of Batman. I mean, you saw him shoot so something and swing away from. Right. You know, from whatever. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm one of those weird girls who gets turned on by cars like that, but <laughs> let me tell you, that car, like, yes. And I was well, like, since you've seen it in on. person, yeah, I get it. Uh, and I could get it being even more underwhelming. Uh, I, that I just... one and the 1989 one. Oh. Right. That first one, which we were like, wow. Mm. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> that but... one I've seen in person. I've seen all the others mm-hmm. in person. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen the, the Dark Knight Arrow ones and then those first four movies. I've seen those Batmobiles yes. in person because they have them on the Warner Brothers tour. Now, next scene in the desert, I mean, yes, it's to frame Superman for something to do with guns. I don't know. Uh, It introduces to random, I guess, Russian baddie or Eastern European baddie who shows up at the end to kidnap Lois Lane. Are you talking about the the scene with Batman in the truck? No, no, no. The desert scene. I'm skipping. No, forget that. That opening scene is just whatever. Uh, (laughs) The second second opening scene. So that, see, that was another thing that happened that was weird within the movie. I think they're so focused on trying to get us to be um, excited for the future movies 
that mm-hmm. they don't realize that they they needed to focus on the current movie because yeah. that like reading into it and getting research into it that is supposed to be you know when batman is in the truck and then all of a sudden these like little demons come and all that shit oh that like other that. dream sequence no no i'm talking about the beginning where they lois lane gets kidnapped oh i'm talking about that desert you're scene talking about that no the scene. dream sequences were fucking stupid they all should have not existed <laughs> they, are, they did not those belong are supposed country. to give us um, oh i know they're supposed to drop hints but not at mm-hmm. the expense of you know interest <laughs> in, in the current about movie. Lois Lane. She gets on my nerves in this movie. She got my nerves in the first one too, in Man of Steel too. She was <laughs> a, she was not worth saving or falling in love no, with. No. No, and I love Amy Adams, but not in this movie. It's just damsel in distress all the time. There's And I don't think that that is Lois Lane as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's supposed to be smart and sophisticated in her own little way. Yeah, it's a little damsel. Everybody loves to be rescued. What woman doesn't love to be rescued? Right? Sure, but... But there's the, that's all it is to her in this movie. Mm. And it just keeps happening over and over again. And, and a, in a way, it made me mad at Superman because, to me, in this movie, Superman is so jealous. Like, not jealous, but Superman is very selfish He's not really thinking about people in this. His whole thing is Lois. Lois, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that is so not super, you know, at the end of the day, like he loves her. Right. And he cares about, he will save her, but that is not all who Superman is. Yeah, his focus is not humanity or protector of Earth or whatever it is. Right. He's it's ultimately just, just focused on Lois. And then if it's not her, it's his mama. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it just kind of made me mad because that's not who Superman is. And I'm more of a Batman fan than I am. Superman always have been, always will be. But that is just not. Yeah. Just not. It just was yeah, so I thought wrong. She was just so in the way the whole movie. The whole damn Lois way. Lois just got in, fact, in trouble. added shit. <laughs> yeah i was so pissed she like, made get your trouble. ass go sit your ass down somewhere girl <laughs> um the dream sequences because they kept popping up yes um, that's what we're, i was talking about earlier. yeah the the first one where he goes to the mausoleum where his parents are and then that big ass creepy bat thing pops out of the gra- mm-hmm. of the of the wall and bites him in the neck mm-hmm. pointless except for jump scare um, the thing in the desert, yeah, was supposedly laying groundwork for <laughs> all these I'm other scared. things. Because you see the little symbol, which is for Dark Side or whatever, and you know all these yes. other things. Which then leads to him being tied up and Superman coming down. That landing shot of him and the soldiers kind of kneeling down to a him. A dream within a dream within and a then, dream. <laughs> and then ripping the mask off of Batman. Yes. Now, I feel like there are a lot of those scenes... Like, that scene didn't have anything to do with anything except to throw forward to just like, hey, we're going to do stuff in future movies. Yeah, this for is the Dark nerds, Side. Yeah. This is our next villain. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> for the nerds That was who... for the comic book nerds. Right. But again, there's such a small percentage of the audience that don't confuse the the 99% of people who are going to the movie who right. are going in cold, who Absolutely. don't know what the storyline is Absolutely. and who don't want to do the research because I don't want to see a movie and do homework. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe it's a documentary. Right. That was um, pointless. And I think that scene had to stay aside from throwing forward to other movies because they had the unmasking of Batman and that was in a ton of the trailers and the advertising. I feel like there was a lot of stuff that they were beholden to because of the, the it was in the trailers. Like him pulling the mask off, the all the daily planet scenes I thought were pointless. Now I thought there was nothing about those daily planet scenes that played into anything. I mean, I feel like they had to shoehorn them in just so Superman knows you know, which nobody can figure out. He's Superman because he throws on a pair of frames. But 
and messes up his hair a little. <laughs> but, you know, Perry White saying, and all wants to see Clark Kent take on the Batman or whatever. Like, that scene was in there for no reason, Abs- except because they used it in the trailer. Actually, that's in one of the comics, and I can't right. remember. But again, it- but for serving the movie, did no good. The, dr- mm-hmm. the, the sequence where, what is it with Superman having to constantly look at his dead fathers? Uh, the scene where he's walking through the mountains just doing nothing. And then happens upon Kevin Costner because as Pa Kent <laughs> just to remind him, you know, oh, you think you're a hero, but you're not. Or whatever the hell he said. Aww. I don't remember. I was not That is off. supposed to be his sense of humanity, I guess. Instead of Zack Snyder showing, you know, Superman being for humanity, instead of saving freaking Lois Lane all damn time, this is supposed to be his humanity. Which is, oh, I'm supposed to feel bad because all these people think, you know, that I'm trying to do bad when I'm really trying to do good. I Maybe, think that's what that was. But it felt out of place. It sure and did. And it was, it was also a sequence that I feel like there was a lot more to it. It says he's just walking through the snow in the mountains and then happens upon a vision of his second dead father. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, I, I just thought the all those sequences. And then the sequence that made no sense... When Bruce is analyzing these files that he hijacks from um, from LexCorp, mm-hmm. whatever that sequence is, which must be something from the comic books with some dude who shows up in a suit and is like, Lois Lane, she's the key. I don't know what the fuck that was about. That is actually the Flash. It is? Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Zack Snyder has it to where this is purely a comic book movie. He had this for the comic book fans. And... That's wrong, I think, in a way, because you're supposed to have it so where everybody understands what the fuck is going on. Eventually, what is supposed to happen is that's the flash warning Batman about the future of what's going on. So that it was even though it to us, because I remember we were looking at each other at the same time, like, what the fuck is Yeah, what that? the hell is that? Is that a dream? Was but that did, a dream? when you were wait a minute, did you look this up or did you know that when we I were? I looked watching it up it? afterwards. Okay, see that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't I did, I did, because I mean I forgot I, I mean I, I, know re- if it was, I have actually read things in the past. I didn't know I've if it was com- Robin's ghost. Which that was no. another thing that they used which which didn't belong, was completely out of place. Well the, You've been the, invited to a party by hosted by Lex Luthor, and then he just there's that shot of him opening up and you see the bat suit and he's staring at it looking mean and then you see the suit from dead robin who they haven't covered i know robin's dead and that's dead. stupid all in this so with, that with made me the mad fuck you batman that the yeah. joker spray painted uh, on there <laughs> or whatever you, it was <laughs> I, uh, on you batman whatever <laughs> but, but still like what it was and that's what i'm saying zach snyder had these like little easter eggs for people who have you know paid attention or have researched you know, right, but into it. But if you have for, not, then there's no point. Exactly. And that, like that's me. the problem. I just want to see a and good movie. A I want to see a cohesive problem. movie. Absolutely. Now, look, the editing is a problem. That's one of the big criticisms. Uh, look, the, one of the producers talked about, and this is a couple months ago, um, was doing an interview and talked about a director's cut because, I don't know if it's direct, uh, maybe the first cut Zack Snyder turned in, but there's something about a four-hour director's cut. Mm-mm. Now, here's, yes. Mm-mm. Here's one of the reasons I feel we'll like have that's everything. <laughs> oh, totally. Well, look, here's why I think it's irresponsible. Number one, the script couldn't have been that good if it had up to four hours and you couldn't make it, you couldn't trim the fat and make a cohesive story. Mm-hmm. Then the script couldn't have been that good. And again, I'm not I'm not a director, and I appreciate Ryan's perspective. Just like, look, I couldn't have directed this movie either. That's right. fine, but I still go see movies. So in a way, I do want to see a movie that makes sense. That's good. But yes, I, get um, I get both sides. But. The movie cost two hundred and fifty million. Like that was the production budget, two hundred fifty million dollars. 
And he has and so now much you've, time. And you've trimmed it from four hours to two and a half hours, an hour and a half. A com- an entire movie was edited out of this movie, and who knows how many tens of millions that cost, which ultimately this goes movie nowhere. It was given an extra year. It was actually supposed to come out earlier. It was supposed to come out last summer. Yeah. And then it, they removed it to May yeah. of this year, but mm-hmm. that was the date that uh, Marvel had for Captain America, and they weren't going to go head-to-head. And, every- and everybody would lose. Yes. Because people would choose between one or the other, and people would either say, do you want to go see the Batman movie, or do you want to go see Captain America? So right. they had to push it back, but like six weeks. So it wasn't like a drastic thing. And still, there was nothing competing against it, or so they thought, uh, when this movie came out. Who knew the boss? <laughs> yeah, who knew the boss was going to take mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy was going to take down Batman and Superman after only two weeks. Um, and then Jungle Book, which is going to own this coming weekend, I have no doubt, because oh tons of good buzz. I know I'm not, I'm not into that either, but people are so way excited. Mad. People were buying advanced tickets to it when we saw Batman v Superman last week. People were buying advanced tickets a week out. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. Man um, they want to introduce Wonder Woman, which we saw in the trailers, of course, and we knew it was coming anyway. They cast a model who's done virtually no acting to mm. uh, be the most iconic female superhero <laughs> ever. And that movie's in the can, which is concerning. Because yes. her performance was completely wooden. Completely wooden. I don't think she delivered. She had something like 12 lines, and I don't think she delivered any of them convincingly. And I get it. Look, don't emphasize the weaknesses. Focus on the strengths. Don't have her talk much because she's not a good actress. And funnily enough, she had the same accent as the uh, the Russian baddie at the beginning of the movie who shoots everybody and then who kidnaps Lois later in the movie. I was like, why does she have the same accent as the other guy? <laughs> How will you know they will come? I know that's not how she sounds. That's a butch version. Mm, that's, that's one. Yeah. That's wonder. That was Wonder Man. She kind of does nothing except shows up at the end. Well, no. Well, that's the thing. They wanted to reveal her at the end because that's supposed to, you know, because nobody knew. And that's another thing. Justice like League, people pointed knew. out. People pointed out the outfit. Every time she wears an outfit, there's a nod to a Wonder Woman costume somewhere in there. That's fine to throw those little things in for the people who know it, but you know, like mm-hmm. I said, whole scenes that you wouldn't know what they mean. I, I don't understand the point of that. If you're throwing a little nods to Wonder Woman costumes or whatever, that's fine because that's discreet and that's those Easter eggs. I'm cool with Easter eggs, which is like you know some dude coming out in a bright light saying, you know, Bruce. Lois Lane, she's the key, and then disappearing (laughs) into thin air. But I didn't know that was the Flash. I knew who the hell that was. It was just some random. I didn't know it was the ghost of Robin or what. Like that's what I mean. I had no idea who that person was who shows up. Right. But um, yeah, she was terrible. How do you like really pronounce her name? Because I was called a gal. Like my mama. I don't know. Says gal. Hey gal, get over here. Yeah, my mom says the word gal too. I don't know. See, it's funny because two of the main, well, two of the cast members, not main, well, let's say main, main mm-hmm. characters are played by people whose names I'm not sure how to pronounce. Is it Henry Cavill or Cavill? Man, is it, that's what I'm saying. Is too. It I Gal, always call him Henry C. Or is it, <laughs> or is it Gal Gadot or Godot? I don't know. I think, I think so it's I Gadot. It might be Gadot, and I think he's just. I don't know. I think I think everybody just goes with Cavill now. Yeah, I do. I say Cavill. Okay, well I'm saying but Cavill and Gadot. Like I said, because like I always want to say, like, oh my gosh, he's so cute, Henry. In there, like who? I'm like Henry C. Uh, yeah, I, Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but uh, she just she when, also just looks stupid. She has a stupid expression on oh, her face in the entire nice. movie. I don't care. Just, it's true. <laughs> The expression on her face, she has that selfie pout face Listen, every th- time you look at her. I think we said this months ago on a show. I always wanted my Wonder Woman to be Thickums. 
like Wonder Woman is supposed to be an Amazon. Like, yeah, this chick is skinny. Yes. She's like slender. She's not like emaciated, but she's slender. Yes, like put some meat on her bones. Where's her thighs at? That dude, sorry. <laughs> uh, you get passionate about oh this. Oh my gosh, I'm just serious. I'm so serious when it comes to that. Like even Linda Carter, you look at her, she has like a shape. This girl has no, like she has a shape, but. She does? I think it's with corsets and. And like I don't know, like look, I love meaty girls. That's just me. But anyway, like just ugh. for that, you're saying I, for Wonder Woman, she doesn't have the body. She doesn't look I like Wonder Woman. I have been a Wonder Woman girl. Like that's my girl. It's always since a little girl. I've always loved Wonder Woman. Like Batman and Wonder Woman have always been my favorite DC characters. Period. So when they finally said they were gonna put Wonder Woman in a movie, I was so freaking excited and then when they showed this chick i was like who the fuck is that first of all <laughs> excuse my language and then the second thing i was just like okay she's cute but you know what i'm saying and i didn't think she did as bad as people made it seem but she's still not my wonder woman but her I acting her, her acting's live. bad those line deliveries were bad you how know, do you her know little, you know her little cutesy thing in her fight scene i thought that was cute and i'm talking about her speaking excited. words yeah. i'm talking about the fact that she's gonna yeah. lead a but movie they don't want her for that i don't think they want her for her but they already words. have a movie in the can with her as the star as a title me. character well, we're gonna see that named we're wonder woman see that eventually later i know I and know. i that's well, that's what I mean. That's in the can. That's why I feel like there's they bet a lot on this, and they wanted to establish a lot. I think it was ballsy for them to say, we're going to do 10 DC movies in the next five years, starting with the Batman Superman movie, and we're going to do Wonder Woman, and we're going to do Aquaman, and we're going to do this, and a new Flash, not the one that's already on TV, mm-hmm. which I think the debut was like the oh, day before they made that him. announcement. Because I was but, like, who's that cat on the screen? <laughs> but... I feel like, because they are trying to establish this universe, they are trying to cram a ton of stuff into this They're movie. They're rushing. Yeah, they are, and I, 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 I don't get it because I feel like it's just going to be diminishing returns for the audience. Because all it is is playing catch up, and it's sad and it sucks. But I think that if they pace themselves and they take their time, I know they're trying to rush the Wonder Woman out because they've already have what Wonder Woman is in this movie. So I right. think that's why they pushed it up. But I think they need to just take a step back and reevaluate everything. I don't know. I think that with the DC universe right now, it's not the DC universe. It's the people behind it, behind the scenes. Well, that's I, I, that's what I feel like is part of the problem because Marvel, by comparison, sorry, they're going to get compared to Marvel because who's yes. not going to compare? Marvel's been doing this now for eight years. Absolutely. With their movies. Um, Marvel has Kevin Feige who oversees the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. There isn't a person like him. There's not a DC equivalent. Right now, it's been Zack Snyder because he's done Man of Steel and Batman Superman and is doing the first Justice League. So who is guiding this story and how all these things fit together? Um, like, that's why Kevin Feige has, has had ideas about what he wanted. Like, the Wasp was in the first, uh, the, Joss Whedon's I, original draft of Avengers. Yeah. But Wasp is now going to be in the Ant-Man sequel. It's going to be called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. So they have an idea for where they want to take everything. They have a man in place or an idea of who they want to do but the it's, writing, but he's busy doing the actual TV series right. for The Flash. But that's what, but not everything even, else. But not even writing, just so. somebody who's at DC who's overseeing the development of these movies and how they fit together. Because look, it's super ambitious to say we're going to do two movies in this universe a year. Mm-hmm. Marvel only started doing that in 2011 because they put out Thor and, and Captain America. 
I believe, in Avengers, the same year, because yeah. Avengers was the following year. Mm-hmm. And then Avengers was, I believe, their one movie in 2012. And then they've done two a year since. Yeah, because Iron Man 3 and Thor 2 were 2013. 14 had uh, Captain America and Guardians. 15 had um, Ant-Man and Avengers 2. And then this year, we're getting Civil War and Doctor Strange. But they've Ugh, been doing it for a little wait. while. They got started and ha- focused on one solid movie a year building up to this. Mm-hmm. And, and just ramp up production, do two a year, where I just feel like they're rushing. I mean, I, I thought it was ballsy for them to even get a Wonder Woman movie in the can before the audience even reacted to Wonder Woman. Yes. Because Wonder Woman is hit or... I'm not sure if it's favorable or more favorable. I know some people like it. I know... Favorable. Uh, no, this Wonder Woman. Oh, this... No. Yeah, I'm talking about the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying the, the audience responding to this Wonder Woman. Meanwhile, they mm-hmm. already have a movie done with her starring as Wonder Woman that comes out next summer. What what if the it was I haven't heard unanimous uh, disapproval of this Wonder Woman, but how are they gonna like people also aren't unanimously praising so. But you know what? Why why were they willing to throw this throw money at that before even getting a gauge of where people felt about? It? That's why I feel like this two movie a year thing is not the best plan. One thing I do agree with Jack and Ryan on when it comes to the DC universe, we have to expect it to be darker than Marvel. At the end of the day, it has to be. It's always been that way. The one thing I do say is that, so for, say for instance, with Batman and Batman Returns, you always do kind of have the sense of humor, even if it is not within the the heroes, it's within the villains. Right. And that's one thing we did not get from this no. particular movie, and we'll talk about that. But yeah. Um, I do feel that Justice League, not Justice League, Suicide Squad, forgive me, will kind of bring that oomph that Warner Brothers or DC needs. Because everybody expects the the villains of WB or DC. Well, to, DC has the better villains. Be, yeah, Every, absolutely. Uh, uh, between People the two of them. People are expecting that. And I think that their villains are going to bring the money to that Maybe, franchise. but let's talk about the villain of this movie who I guess was a villain because I still don't know what the point. I don't know what he was after. Mm-mm, Lex Luthor. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't know why he was trying to set up Superman. I don't know why he wants Superman to kill Batman. <laughs> I literally, he's just I, nasty. Yeah, but I don't, nasty. that's what I mean. I didn't get any 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 clear idea of what his intentions were. Lex? Or he was just, yeah. I mean, aside from the fact, I, the, the, one, the, the, the one thing that stood out when I heard people talking about uh, Lex Luthor uh, as far as Jesse Eisenberg's performance, was tone deaf. And I agree with that because yes. didn't fit the movie, wasn't funny, wasn't entertaining, wasn't obnoxious, was just annoying. Me loving just comic books myself, like. I was like, what the fuck is this? This yeah. is not who Lex is. It's like, was he trying to be Heath Ledger's Joker? Was he trying to be Jim Carrey's Riddler? Like, I don't know where he He fits. was trying to be Hot Topic Lex. That's, like the rest of these damn... I know. <laughs> that's what I hate. Look, I talked to you about this the other day. Yep. I was like... What if the hell is with these villains recently being hot topic villains? Yeah, because I think Star the tr- Wars. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and I, I'm so I I think Jared Leto as as the Joker, Joker looks stupid. Go buy that shit at Hot Topic. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. 
Golden Grill. And I know, exactly I know there was a point when Batman in the books, Batman knocks his teeth out, so he does have to get a, a grill essentially. <laughs> but it's like tattooed with ha 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 all over his body, <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, look, women are excited because I think Jared Leto's hot. Fine, but I think no, as a Joker, he just looks uh, stupid. Well, not for you. If you think Ryan Reynolds is too skinny, you're gonna fucking hate. Jared Listen, Leto. I said in Deadpool, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is hot, but not in Deadpool. Yeah, but I'm just saying he was cut, whereas Jared Leto's spindly. But anyway. With with this movie, I don't understand what his motivation was. I don't understand why he hated Superman so much. I don't understand why he wanted Batman dead. I I don't get it. I don't even know why he wanted to create Doomsday. Was it just to kill Superman? Was it just, just so Doomsday destroys the world? Like, there was no clear anything. Well, they kind of had said it. They said, you know, people, people do not understand something that they are different from. Like the whole that was his whole thing. So I'm gonna if, create an alien that can destroy humanity. Right. That was stupid that's in it? itself. <laughs> well, that's but what I mean. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, that's why it makes no sense. I mean, and look, Doomsday, who I'm aware of, because I did see Superman Doomsday, the animated movie that came out in I think 07. Mm-hmm. And that's a whack and, ass um, doomsday compared to the actual doomsday. <laughs> well, I look, just wanna say that I love, thought for yeah. one of the big Superman villains, or at least one of the most threatening. He's dead in 18 minutes. <laughs> I mean, he, for someone you could have used, if he did. escaped, it would have been like, oh, he's still out there. Like, then that, I feel like that would have been good. No, because that's all destruction, but. Yeah, but mm, if he, if he, if he ran worth. away. I don't know. That final fight, I thought, listen, I know the guy said it was awesome, but they also like the Transformers movies, so that gives you an idea, which is fine because that, that final that fight, them. that they final just... fight, had, oh, they're flagrant about lo- their love for it. Believe me, this isn't a secret. But that whole final fight scene is from the Michael Bay school of what the hell is happening action because you don't know what's happening. It's a big CGI mess. Batman's useless in that final fight. <laughs> Batman doesn't do no. shit. No, well, that's the thing. I feel like that whole part was supposed to show the death of Superman. That's what that was leading up to. Oh, well, before, let's talk about the actual fight itself <clears throat> between Batman and Superman, which doesn't happen. There was the pointless scene where Batman's chasing the uh, kryptonite. Mm-hmm. That's going to LexCorp. Mm-hmm. And uh, Superman stops him, says, you better stop doing what you're doing, and then they get to throw in the line from the comic books that gives... DC nerds raging hard-ons. Do you bleed? You will. You will. Um, P.S. He doesn't bleed. Uh, uh, he doesn't bleed in the movie. <laughs> yeah, the voice sounds actually stupid. Actually, he does when he sliced the kryptonite on his cheek. Remember that? He oh, well, bleed. okay, yeah, he did, but that's he the did, only he reason. He bleed. Only because... What the, you talk about, Chris? Only because <laughs> he had the space rock in his possession and made a space rock spear. That's the only reason he was able to make him bleed. <laughs> Not because of his Lego Batman suit. I'm sorry. As soon as I saw that in the teaser, I was like, Aww, he looks like Lego Batman. The electronic Batman. Yes, do he did. <laughs> that first Comic-Con trailer that they out last year, he looks like Lego Batman all clunky and boxy. <laughs> I told you, beefy. That workout montage, that too. too. That's the only that That only... <laughs> too much beef. Mm-mm. Listen, that workout montage was completely pointless. I'm going to fight him. I better get in a couple of days of some good exercise. He's fucking Superman. Right. <laughs> that montage was totally pointless. Yeah. Unless Batman's like, if it's there in his contract. There was a lot of Superman montages that was just stupid. Like him getting in a bath with Lois Lane. I was, I don't need Well, that wasn't a montage. That was just a scene. But I'm saying the montage of Batman working out. Like, I'm going to take him on. So I'm going to lift weights for a few minutes and they drag a tire. They did a whole thing with Superman trying to show Superman's character as a like you know not god but human i guess but it was like i said i'm sure there's more movie there i'm sure there's more story but this was they tried to stuff too much into a movie that like i said ended up being four hours which may tell a cohesive story but that's not one movie it's a really fucking long movie 
And that's why the extended, like you can already pre-order the extended cut, no, which is the, another thing about the R-rated thing that I don't understand where they imagine like, there's going to be an R-rated version of it the movie coming out. It already if they're going to do that. No, but fuck that. It's like, they, why would you announce that there's going to be mm. a superior cut in many people's eyes that'll be coming out on DVD in the summer when the movie hasn't come out yet? Like, don't talk about that until after the movie's out and after people have seen it. Why put it? Because Deadpool was rated R and made a ton of money? Yeah. That's got to be the only reason. But um, no, the fight between Batman and Superman itself was like seven minutes and was, and stupid. was stupid. And they resolved it by saying... In the worst way! <laughs> that was awful. Your mom's Martha? My mama's yeah. Martha too? Forget the, forget oh, the last two God. years of... <laughs> Forget the last two years of brooding anger. Forget that my entire motivation this whole movie has been to kill you. Your mom's the same la- name as your my mom. Your mom's the same mom as my mom. I'm stupid. Gosh. The jokes were so bad. I'm a friend of your son's. So bad. So bad. Like, if you're going to attempt to use a, a like elbow in a little humor for the sake of breaking the tension, I'm sorry. The, the joke, that wasn't even good. That was so cheesy. At the same time, like, uh, we're friends? Uh, Give me a I fucking laughed, break. I laughed, I laughed so hard. Yeah, but not because it was funny. No, not because it was funny, because it was bad. It was so bad. <laughs> not that, I but will just say. Whole, just like, get, what? Like, the whole thing started oh as, like, gosh. you know, Bruce, listen to me. Which, by the way, when did Superman find out Batman was Bruce Wayne? Because he, he shows about that end scene, he's just like, Bruce, I need your help. Or Bruce, you have to listen to me, whatever it was. And instead, he just starts beating the shit out of him instead of saying, Lex Luthor kidnapped my mother, I need your help. Uh, instead, they have to have that stupid so fight. so right. I don't know. You know what I mean? They didn't touch on that. I like, don't know. We That's don't know what how I'm saying. S- There's so much shit cut yeah. out. Yes. And, like, it's just, I think it was just all cinematography, but that is how Zack Snyder Snyder yeah. is. He's just all visual, and he doesn't think of his storyline. What would you think of and story? And that's what I, I want a story. I want... Okay, we already know how Batman is. You know, his parents died, and that's why he's yeah. Superman, the city. same story. You know, same. You know, same <laughs> thing. Light versus day, and or night versus day, whatever. But it's just like, how did this come to be? And we really don't know that. It's just really like Batman pissed off that Superman killed his friend, and you know, and all these people, and you know, he thousands dead, thousands girl. dead. If there's even a one percent chance. Right. That he it's could wipe like, out humanity. That's a chance we can't take. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, wait, your mom's kidnapped? Okay, you can live. Yeah. Forget all those thousands of people is, I was trying to avenge. <laughs> that is bullshit. exactly what that Total did. bullshit. That, that was a total exactly cop out. down And it. then it came down to the big doomsday and fight. And it's just the same thing with Superman. It's like, okay, like like I was saying with Lois Lane, the only per- other person who's concerned about is his mama. And that's just mm-hmm. not cool. That's and again, but again, no stakes. Because what happens? Superman dies. Yeah. Doomsday kills Superman. But not really... Because, you know, Superman's not really dead, so there was no emotional weight attached to that at all. None. I will feel a little sad. I did feel a little like, ooh, you know, if I didn't know what was no, going you on. <laughs> you knew he wasn't dead. Come on. I knew he wasn't dead. You knew but he I'm wasn't dead. Saying, Everybody I mean, knows people, he's not dead. Everybody every, knows Superman's not dead. Everybody does not know. You can't assume that, Chris. Come on. Well, the last shot of the movie is him coming back to life, so... Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, guess what? That's true. And but the, I'm the, saying the end that. too. The, that movie wouldn't fucking end. I kept saying that too at that final fight. No, it's still not done yet. It's still not done yet. And you were laughing. <laughs> I was waiting for the movie to be over. It wasn't like War of the Rings stretched out, but it was still like still not done yet. Still not done yet. Still yeah. not done. I, look, overall, I thought it was clunky. Yes. Um, the word the word that I, I heard before I saw from from whether it was critics or friends or whatever, the word I kept hearing was joyless, and I agree. Yes. It wasn't fun. I didn't think the fight sequences were fun. I didn't think the uh, little uh, the the bakos sprinkled throughout it of humor were funny or fun. 
I can't think of anything I liked I about it. I thought even like I mean, was Ben Affleck good? Yeah. I will but say I don't think he had I don't think he had a lot of good stuff to work with. Yeah. Sorry to say. I feel like he did the best he could with what he had to work with, but I don't know. I thought I it think was he thin. is a great Batman, Beavis. I love you. <laughs> little beefy man. But anyway, I think the one thing that did get me excited is bringing the Justice League on when they do show or introduce those little you know, little snippets of oh, that was you know, stupid. Aquaman. No, that was, it wasn't. Yes, it that was. made me excited. Listen, that that was, was the one part that made me excited. I was that like, was one actually, of the funny things because that I whole I could see this. That whole scene. Wonder Woman was shit. A photo, really? Okay. That scene was shoehorned in right before the 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 final battle with, or not the final battle, the short bout between uh, Batman and Superman. Where all of a sudden, and and Jack put it perfectly. He one of the, I mean, through text, he didn't say it in uh, the, the bit you guys heard before, but he said, "Yeah, another thing that annoyed me was click here to see the Justice League," and that's what it was. The fact that yeah, I said that. Like, why would you have logos for every single character? You've got a W logo for Wonder Woman who you don't know her name or do you we don't know um you got whatever the logo for cyborg you got the lightning bolt for flash and then you've got uh, a trident or something for waterman and (laughs) that's what he is he's fucking he's waterman (laughs) aquaman sounds just as stupid waterman give me a fucking break spanish (laughs) waterman aqua aqua hombre all right agua hombre anyway Anyway, yeah, uh, listen, I thought that whole scene, which was, again, shoved in to just introduce these characters, was st- I thought the cyborg scene was pointless. That was, I thought no. the Flash thing was stupid. Listen, I think it's stupid the f- in the sense. The photo of her in the Wonder Woman suit, which is throwing forward to uh, the next I, movie that connects to Justice League. I think that was shit was stupid just to show a photo and that's supposed to, you know, represent who she is. And she knows but who she is, by the a, way, so her clicking on it's kind of pointless. Right. What do they know about me? But anyway, <laughs> um, when it comes to he has a photo that Aquaman, belongs to me. When it comes to Aquaman, I feel like him being in a hole in the dirt in he the ocean—that was kind of stupid. <laughs> he didn't do anything. But you know, whatever. He—he's—he's he's discovered. He knows he's discovered. So whatever. That's stupid. But I mean, you know, Cyborg. I felt like that could have been a whole new movie in itself. To me. Well, like, apparently he's going to be in. The, he's going to be paired up in the Flash solo movie. Cyborg is that, isn't I getting hope a solo. That's not the Flash, really. Bro that's talk? the Flash. Really, that's going to be the guy. That dude the who's Flash. who was the Flash in sequences. Who the hell is, the Flash. is that guy? He. I know he was in Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's the only thing I've who, seen him in. What? Okay. I don't know. Anyway, but anyway, I, that was the only part that really had me excited in that film. I was like, oh shit, we're going to get the Justice League. I feel like League. the timing. Was, yeah, but we knew we were going to get the Justice League. We knew they were starting to shoot the no, movie today. <laughs> you have, but see, that's the thing, Chris. You have to, you have to think. You have to separate. We know what's going to happen with the Justice League, but everybody else doesn't, and that's the thing. And that's but this the movie is, that's the whole fucking this, problem with this movie. Yeah, is that they are the whole problem to focus with the movie. On people who know what's going to have fucking happen. Exactly, and they don't. exactly. That <laughs> and is they the don't. problem with the movie. <laughs> And the fact that LexCorp has assigned everyone's logo, which will ultimately right. be used for this. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. Jeremy Irons, totally underused, totally didn't feel like Alfred at all. He barely did anything. No, he except, didn't. Except to use the lines that were, speak the lines that were used in the trailer. That's how it starts. The fever. <laughs> you know, and that's it. And then draw, I'll, uh, there's a bunch of baddies on the third floor. I'll drop you off on the second. That's it. He did nothing. He did nothing in the movie. I didn't feel loving Alfred from him. He didn't, but he was barely. I felt in like it. Gotham Alfred, and everybody was like talking about how the the 
the Alfred and Gotham, the TV show, is an mm-hmm. ass. That's kind of how I felt like this one was, but you know, he, he didn't do anything. Really. No, he, he didn't. didn't do anything. Uh, Perry White, the Daily Planet scenes, all that stuff was completely pointless. It, it didn't serve the movie one bit. Except that's to just say, no one wants that to see Superman Clark. was human and yeah, had a and jo- his quote unquote. Superman right. had a job. That's all. Yeah, it, it was. A, a Superman way. works for to a newspaper. Make, to be normal. Yes. Lois Lane wants to go pursue Superman and Batman. And hey, what's going on? It's a conspiracy here. I don't know. <laughs> Lex Luthor. I feel you know is it was stupid. Hot topic I think Lex. he's going to be. Yeah. It's just like I'm young, so I'm going to wear a suit with a t-shirt and sneakers because I'm, I'm sorry, a businessman. Jesse Bald is ugly. <laughs> well, God, get used to it, because like, unless no, they recast I him, grow his hair back now. Nope, <laughs> not gonna happen. Mm-mm. Gal Gadot, I thought was you know, like I said, wooden. She has <laughs> no, so, no she interest. has selfie no face idea. all the time. She did have that pout. You know what? Whatever. That's gonna be my Wonder Woman. I have to deal with it. But yeah, I, you do. I wanted somebody. Thickums. Or do you? And uh, <laughs> thickums. I want someone thickums. But and strong. Overall, I I didn't like it. You didn't like it. No. Here's here's my perspective though. And look, just because I write or just because I make, you know, silly videos with my friends online and, mm-hmm. and just because I'm working on movies. And look, I get writing a script is, is tough. You know, I've been Absolutely. I've been working on three of them for a while. And to get something cohesive and get something that, that hits the right beats and flows well, yes. I get that that's tough. So I'm not criticizing I'm not criticizing the effort, I'm criticizing the result. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't pan out for me. And look, for me personally. DC's over three for these movies because Green Lantern counts. They wanted Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern to inhabit this universe. Yes. Just, I mean, they left that, you know, post credit scene. They had a cliffhanger for that with uh, Sinestro gonna. And I didn't finish, I shut that off. I made it through Man of Steel and didn't even make it through Green Lantern. <laughs> but I know about the post credit scene where like Sinestro discovers the whatever. And I know he turns bad because I saw that I saw both Green Lantern animated movies, which the DC animated movies are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, most I didn't like the last few, but there's a string of them that are really, really great. Oh, absolutely. And um, I'm sorry, Green Lantern didn't like it. Man of Steel, boring. Batman v Superman, I thought it was gonna be tough to be even more boring than Man of Steel, but it was. Oh no, for I the, actually for the, enjoyed that more than Man of Steel. Really? See, yes. Well, obviously, because you didn't make it through. But yeah. I mean, look, for me mm-hmm. personally, as far as the DC movies, I'm out. Oh, I'm out for Suicide you know you Squad. Don't go to a movie. I'm tripping. out for Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you no, gotta watch them stop. I'm trying. not into it. I'm not into it. The direction they're going, and like everyone's like, oh, the darkness and blah, blah, blah. Eh, whatever. I mean, Batman just randomly killing people is like, but there's a different Batman. And everyone's, I hear a lot of people saying definitive Batman. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not digging it. I don't like how this is shaped up. Suicide Squad, I'm not interested in anyway. Everyone, I feel like any team that's going to be in a movie, everyone's trying to make a Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Let's use a classic rock song and show a bunch of action. And the new Suicide Squad trailer, which just dropped this weekend, is the same thing i'm not into it i'm not into how suicide squad looks i'm not into this incarnation of batman this incarnation of superman or any really and uh, this wonder woman i'm just not i'm not excited about it so i really don't care about what they do with the justice league and i don't care about Waterman and flash and all these other characters i don't i'm just i'm not into it i'm out i mean i know you're at least looking forward to suicide squad so you have a little more hope than me not looking forward to it i just have hope in it when it comes to these movies, I have faith in DC. I've been a, a lover for it all my childhood. So, you know, into my adulthood. So, of course, I want the best for them. And, of course, you know, I want people to have their jobs in Hollywood. So, oh, I do, too. I get that well, part. But, you know, I, but I just, listen, as a, as, a, as a theater goer, I just want to see good movies. And I don't feel like they've given us good movies yet. I'm glad you're still enthusiastic for it. And I'm glad Jack and Ryan like this movie. But... 
I'm, I'm not optimistic for everything to work out for things for people. I I would like it to, but I if if I hear a lot of praise for what they do in the future, if I hear like, dude, the Wonder Woman movie is great, you got to check it out. Then I'm more keen to give it a chance. I mean, it was an argument about this new DC universe isn't for kids. Maybe not, but since it is a business, they have to at least consider kids go see parents take their kids to go see the Marvel movies or the X-Men movies. So saying these movies aren't for kids, but they're all going to be PG-13. Okay, well, then you're going to be eliminating a portion of the audience as well. I mean, if they're okay with that, that's fine. If they want to do this darker thing where Batman's just straight up murdering people <laughs> then and Superman's destroying cities, I okay, mean, but they're, they're going to get a backlash for it. For, this, for the existence of batman films since the 80s i mean tim burton back in the 90s i'm sure that wasn't for kids back in our day you know of what was right you know it wasn't like they were showing all kinds of violence and stuff back then in fact it got bad reviews back then because of its violence and right and but i'm saying that not, not batman nature. Just and then the schumacher people. ones i mean that has nipples galore and you know nipples <laughs> except on the on the female bats uh, <laughs> well, of of i'm not always talking about males you know and genitalia of like course bulging genitalia big ass yeah yeah um, you know uh, what are those so called? i mean at the end of the day people are going to see peace. what they want to see you know what I'm saying? I've always seen kids in R-rated movies and like, what the hell? I can't you know? tell you how. Every time I saw Deadpool, there were kids there, and I thought, these parents are clueless. Yeah. I mean, look, it was a fun movie, and there were worst things you could see, but it was super violent. There was a lot of sex and nudity. If you're all right with your eight-year-old seeing that, that's fine. But I mean, when it comes to... I feel like people have a more... Maybe not so much with Batman, definitely with Superman. Have a more optimistic view of Superman, and this Superman is dreary. Yeah. And I just, that's that's what I mean. I just don't think it's what people are expecting in the same way. Uh, although people seem to be liking Batman. Just, I don't know, the Lex Luthor's weak. Uh, Alfred, we barely got to see anything of. Lois Lane's annoying. I, that's what I mean. I'm just, I'm not interested in where this has been going. And if it's going to continue going this way, I'm just, I'm not into it. And Suicide Squad is not, listen, when Jai Courtney is the best part of your trailer, that's when you know your movie can't be that good. Let's mm. be honest. Come on. Yeah. But that's it for now. So I would like to thank Jack and Ryan for doing the little tidbit earlier. I would like to thank Sherry for joining me here, listening to me complain. You can follow <laughs> Sherry at SherryBaby09 on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter, Chris Abalo, on Instagram at Chris Sells Out, and follow the show at Cape Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr, and like the show on Facebook. Please subscribe on iTunes. Please give the show five stars. Please share with a friend. Hey, send this to your nerd friends who uh, agree they didn't like the movie or that uh, they did like the movie if they want to hear someone complain about it and get all upset. And we'll be back in two weeks. So until next time, for Jack, Ryan, and Sherry, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment.